Prepare yourselves. The bells have tolled. Shelter your... Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast episode number 220. I am Michael Gaines, and with us again is Pamela Horton. Say hello. Ah, hi. hi, Pamela Horton. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. You're doing your Hallow's End? I am. I'm in Brill right now, actively trying to save the town from fire. Ah, fire. So, all right, you've done, if anybody doesn't know, you've done this great series, well, two episodes so far, but it's great. I love it. It's called Drawsome Gaming. Yes. And Actually, you- um, most people don't know that um, I introduced the series for the first time at Gamer Next Door, mm-hmm. um, but I, I looked through to make sure that there was a few loopholes that allowed oh. me to be able to continue the series outside of Gamer Next Door. So, oh, I see. Okay. Um, uh, there were, if you if you do a little bit more searching, just search for Drawsome Gaming, there are a couple more episodes, I think like five episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of an established series, but one that I was able to take with me after I left. Nice. Nice. All right. So the one that you did today, you just released it like an hour or so ago, is mm-hmm. specifically about. Uh, well, it's it's your favorite WoW holiday, and it's, it's about. It's Hallow's my End. favorite in-game holiday from any game. Uh, Hallow's End was uh, one of the first ones that I experienced. And it's been one of those ones that I, I always go back to. I always have the greatest time. I mean, there, there's just so much to do and they keep adding so much more things. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're, you're never, well, I mean, you, you are potentially going to find yourself a little bit, a little bored, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm not bored. <laughs> it's the one season, and by the way, my throat's a little iffy because I'm, I'm getting over Concred, just so everybody listening knows. Um, it's the one season where I see a lot of people log out and log back in every day because everybody's trying to do the quest to get the mount. I still haven't gotten the mount after all these years. Really? Yeah, I did, I try on all my alts and I've I've just had really really bad luck. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I think when someone declares that they've had bad luck with it is when I end up having having the best <laughs> luck. I remember when we were running old dungeons and old raids, someone was like, Oh man, I never get the ashes of Alar and I was like, Oh, oh yeah. I literally just got them to drop right as you said that. Yeah. And that's that's just that's just my luck. <laughs> It's my my luck is other people's bad luck. So um, I actually got the headless horseman's mount. I want to say like four years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the helm. I got the sword, but I don't have the mount. Well, let's work together to get you the mount this year. How about it? <laughs> let's do. It. I, I've got a horde tune. I got one, so I could do that. Although I do have a one hundred boost, but I don't know. I don't think I'm going to use it yet. I don't know. I well, have decided you have to be yet. max level to use it, right? In do, order do you have to, to get be one hundred? The... Or you have to, I'm, I'm on my level 101 right now, and I can't queue up for it. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So you have to be max level, or at least two levels before if, if you know, past experience serves. Yeah. I wonder what I was thinking about that scaled. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But anyway. But yeah, I love... It, it, it actually is my favorite uh, in-game holiday. There are a lot of other good ones. Um, well, I don't know. Do I love this one more than the... The midsummer one, oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, the mid see, they're both fun because you have to travel around a lot, and nah, I think they're tied. I think they would have to be tied. And the the uh, Christmas one, 
uh, that one's okay. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there's just so much to do. I mean, like, uh, don't get me wrong. The the um, you know the Midsummer's Fire Festival or whatever is really fun. I especially like the. I mean, most most events give an EXP bonus, mm -hmm. but uh, Hollow's End gives a two hour EXP bonus. So yeah. yeah. So now's the time to level up. Yeah, exactly. Get that plus ten percent, bruh. <laughs> gotta get gotta get that the good stuff, yo. Uh, speaking of alts. Uh, uh, one of the topics that I have for today. So how are you doing with alts? Because I'm sort of at a point now where I'm doing nothing but farming rep and AP. And so I do that. I do it very quickly now because I've got everything just like all ready to go. And I'm done within, I don't know, maybe half an hour or something for the stuff that I like have to do for the day. So I've been sort of feeling maybe I should try leveling one of my alts. So how are you doing with it? You said you have two. Um, actually, technically right now I have six. <laughs> um, cause I, like I said, the last time that we talked, um, I have, I think right now I have like 10 or 11 characters at a hundred. Mm -hmm. Um, all of them I've logged on to, to start crafting or to start, you know, like the, the, uh, initial Legion quest lines. But, um, one thing that I've really enjoyed going through this expansion is the fact that, um, based on your class and I don't have very many, uh, doubled up classes at level 100, mm -hmm. uh, based on your class, you're going to get a, a different, uh, starter experience. You're going to get a different class hall. And, um, the, the first two alts that I chose are based on battle pets. Cause, um, there are three battle pets that are exclusive to druids, shamans, uh, demon hunters and warlocks. So you have to level up those characters in order to, to get those battle pets. So I have a demon hunter, a shaman <laughs> and a druid that I'm working on right now. But I started leveling my priest because I was like, uh, my biggest gripe with uh, one of the most recent updates was how horrible disc priest is. I heard, and yeah. I, I wanted to, I wanted to be able to, um, kind of overcome that where it's just like for the longest time, druids, both feral and resto kind of got the short end of the stick when it came up, uh, came to like updates and balance, uh, lol. Um, <laughs> uh, but so I, I stuck to my class no matter how hard it got. And so I was like, you know what? I said that disc was the hardest class. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to stick to it. So I'm leveling my disc priest right now as well. Okay. Yeah. I saw that you were leveling a priest. You got her to what? One Oh one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. good. I uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I I started leveling a uh, a demon hunter, and that was more for PvP curiosity than anything else. <laughs> and I just sort of like fell off the wayside because I just feel like I got to put all the time into my main, my mage, and whatever time I have left, I'll just do something else. But then I just it's that giant wall that I feel like I have to scale with another character all over again. Yeah. And so I've been playing Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's not a bad thing at all. I, Which, I, what? Have you gotten any uh, any of the new Halloween skins? I have the... All right, so I play Farah all the time. And the only thing that I really wanted to get was the Farah holiday skin, the, the Halloween one. And I did. Good. But, yeah, because she was only 700... That one was only 750 credits. The one that everybody wants is the Mercy one. And for whatever reason, that one's selling for 3000 
So yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's there. Um, they just announced. Was it yesterday? I saw it on Gamespot that um, they're gonna update her VO to say "My servants never die" instead of uh, "Heroes never die." Oh, okay. So like uh, she gets new VO line. Um, of course, the skin, like, I mean, I'm a Mercy player, so mm-hmm. of course I wanted that skin. But out of all of the skins, aside from Mercy's, actually, I agree with you. Farah is one of the coolest skins because uh, she's all purple, which mm-hmm. is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. And um, she really looks possessed, which is cool. And I feel like that that will kind of stick around all year. You know, like it's not, uh, you know, like witches year round don't necessarily pop up all the time. So mm-hmm. I think that will still apply. Yeah. What I like about, well, I checked last night. I put 78 hours into Farah, So <laughs> that's a lot. I, I played most of the characters. I think there are three that I haven't played yet, but I played most of them and I've sort of gotten a feel for some of them. And I just feel like Farah is for me, the way that I play uh, the best, but a lot of that comes from playing Unreal Tournament. So that's why. <laughs> I have my Unreal Tournament shirt on, but uh, yeah, I I love it, and I'm I'm happy to be back in Overwatch. And they added a new, they added a new map, and I can't remember the name of it. It's the German one, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love the map. Um, Eichenwald, yes, or whatever. Yes, that one. And the nighttime Hollywood is great. I love it. This well, I mean, this week's brawl is um, uh, I I want to say Frankenstein's monster, but it's Junkenstein's monster, or whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, that's Eichenwald where you're sitting outside that, um, the gate and you're defending the gate against, uh, zombies. Speaking, I forgot to, <laughs> forgot to finish about Hollow's End. Um, there's a new costume set this year called Gromash. Mm-hmm. That one is for 200 tricky treats. Uh, there's an ominous pet treat. Uh, have you seen these dinosaurs that are like 50 feet tall in Dalaran? Uh, no. I've been seeing though. I don't know if it's related to this or not, but. I mean, just today I've been seeing people post pictures of uh, uh, these giant dinosaurs. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. Uh, the Headless Horseman drops are I-835, which is up from the Brewfest ones, which were 810. Huh. Yeah. And there's a new daily quest called Under the Crooked Tree. And you can get Hag's Belongings. Uh, contains five tricky treats and a small chance for a cosmetic hat. That's the one... Before we started recording, I was telling Pam that I've seen these posts about this new hat. It's just a witch's hat. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is nice. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting those. I'm gonna record and then I'm gonna go right into into <laughs> doing that because it's it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> it's the most wonderful the time of the year. <laughs> so I, now that now that we're like several weeks into the game, like when you log in for the first time. Do you have like a like a pattern? Like, do you do like I'm gonna just do stuff for my main and then trickle down into your alts? Um. Well, usually, yeah, it's kind of usually how it starts. I like to um uh mostly finish world quests, uh, specifically battle pet. I'm you know battle pet crazy. Um, <laughs> and so I do the the three battle pet quests every day. Um, and then, you know, like sometimes if my friends are online, I'll, I'll do the, um, artifact power ones, Mm -hmm. but usually it's, it's, I'm a little bit more passive about those. Like, I'm not like, I got to finish all of them. And the only reason I wanted to rep grind was, uh, uh, for, you know, battle pets, but you can buy those on the auction house. So, um, you know, I've been, I've been 
kind of playing a little bit more chill, not like I need mm-hmm. to get too exalted on every faction. And, you know, um, it, it's been it's been a really chill time for me. So it's been really easy for me to just like, oh, I'm going to do this on this character. Oh, I'm going to hop over and do some crafting. And, you know, I'm I'm only hardcore about battle pets. And when I go hard, I go hard. Uh, yeah, what? So what are you up to now with battle pets? Um, right now, um, I, I sent you an email beforehand to let you yeah. know that I am now, uh, <laughs> the fifth ranked person on my server for yep. battle pet collection. That's um, and that's, uh, simply because, uh, I have the most pets on my server, uh, but I do not have them all at max level and, uh, max level mm. is 25. And y- the hardest part for me is grinding all of these individual pets up to 25. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm just, you know, doing these battle pet dailies and sometimes they'll drop a, um, uh, you know, a stone that'll increase the level of a, of a pet. And so I'm just hoping to like, you know, by doing these quests and unlocking more pets, I can, you know, just go ahead and <laughs> level other pets passively. Do you have a leveling routine for your pets or do you just do whatever you want to do? Um, usually you get the most EXP by doing uh battle pet dailies. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not the ones that are, well, not all of them, like the ones in Legion right now, some of them give little to no EXP. Um, but, uh, but there are still the ones in, uh, Warlords of Draenor that still give an exponential amount of EXP stacked with a safari hat, which increases the amount of EXP that you get by, I believe, 10%, 20, 20%. Hold on. I have it right here. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's, that's probably the easiest way now to level up a battle pet because, it's 10%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just looked it up. <laughs> um, uh, but that's the easiest way to level up a battle pet. So just have two max level uh, pets and then one uh, carry pet uh, that you slip into the battle at some point, usually at the beginning. And uh, they soak up all the EXP because max level, po- uh, I almost said Pokemon, battle pets don't <laughs> get any EXP. I've, I do that so much now where I say Pokemon instead of battle pets, which is basically the same thing. Are you playing Go anymore? Um, yeah, actually my mom, um, my mom plays a lot of Pokemon Go, so, um, she's, she's keeping me accountable and keeping me active on, uh, on Pokemon Go. Uh, she actually sent me her login info the other day because she was like, I need you to look at my account and tell me like what I need to do and which Pokemon I need to get rid of. So my mom is my mom is hardcore into Pokemon Go, and uh, she sends screenshots and screen caps. And if uh, um, actually her Instagram is almost constantly just Pokemon like on my dad mowing the lawn or Pokemon sitting on my sister's shoulder at the shopping center, and you know just my mom's going crazy about Pokemon <laughs> right now. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's my Pokemon. Oh, that's great. That, that see, that's good. My. My oldest is in college, so she's not doing the the Pokemon thing anymore. And then my youngest, she's doing like two or three plays at the same time, so she's not doing it anymore either. Uh, so, and I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just sort of lost interest in it after a week. I have to get back into it and give it a shot. Um, walk. There, there were so many people. I saw people there, like a couple of major highways where I live. And mm-hmm. there are people like literally walking around, like they would pull over onto the shoulder and you can see them walking around looking at their phones. Yeah. Just uh, there's a, um, there's a Pokestop right near my house and I'll drive by. And usually uh, before Pokemon Go, there was never anybody there <laughs> yeah. ever. And now all of a sudden there's just tons of people. 
and um, uh, not tons. I mean, tons comparatively. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like three or four kids will be sitting out there looking on their phones and laughing and high-fiving. And, you know, I was one of the ones that was like, you know, I'm all about creating that social environment for for people who, you know, probably before didn't get out and, you know, make new friends in person. Like, I have yeah. honestly made friends uh, in Pokemon Go uh, just by going to like a lighthouse in Long Beach. And it's like, oh my God, you catch that Charizard? Oh my God, I did. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> mine was this level. And, you know, like it, it, I love, I think my absolute favorite part about any game is meeting new people and finding a common interest mm -hmm. with people that you normally wouldn't, you know, become friends with because of these games. That's World of Warcraft is standing. Well, it's an interesting point that you should say that because before Pokemon Go, <laughs> Uh, battle pets were just essentially the same thing as Pokemon. You would just play in your static little world, or you know, sometimes you would connect. Don't you play like? Because I never bought the game. But can't you like connect like there was black and white or sapphire or something, and you can locally battle somebody? Oh yeah, you've know. been able to do local battles since the original yeah. Pokemon. Um, uh, just uh, you could use it by you know doing the the link uh, back in the day when you had the, the link table, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't just do the the freaking like um, local area network or you know Wi-Fi you had to actually have the cable connected in order to play with your friends. Um, but, uh, you know like when when we'd go to uh, when I went to Japan and I went to the Pokemon Center. I mean, everybody there um, was, you know, of course, playing Pokemon, getting street passes. And it was um, it, it was so amazing because it was like almost like a universal language because it was Japan. And I do speak a little Japanese, mm -hmm. but everybody there understood Pokemon and understood what Pokemon was and what DSs were. And I just I think that's so freaking cool that you can you know, come from a different country and not even speak the same, you know, spoken language and, you know, bond over video games. It's so freaking cool. I'm wondering, the reason why I brought that up is because I'm wondering if there's something that Blizzard can improve because Battle Pets right now are just you. It would be nice if they had, like, what if there was, like, a Battle Pet Center or something yeah. like that where people could congregate. I think uh, when they made the the Legion, you know, um, you know, app, uh, add-on app or whatever, uh, that kind of expanded to make uh, World of Warcraft a little bit more vo uh, mobile, mm -hmm. which I really loved. And I think that you know, Battle Pets is so simplistic; you don't need to have the game open constantly to really get the full benefit. I mean, it could be, you know, if you if you made it uh, simplified it down to what you know original Pokemon was, where it's just you know a screen cap of you know the the battle pet that you're playing with mm -hmm. and it's just a screen and you tap what ability you want to use they take damage or they miss you know the same the same rng and things factor in you just don't have the animations or you know like the in-game you know uh the game running on your computer and i think that there's a lot of potential in that and i'm hoping that blizzard sees that and advances on it because most people um i don't know how big the hardcore battle pet battling you know a scene is um but i do know that there's a lot of people that collect them so mm -hmm. if anything it'd be fun to have a little you know battle pet uh companion app haha <laughs> companion app <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, in other news, so there was a, a WoW Q&A on Twitch the other day with uh, Ian Hazacostas. Ian, I, I keep saying Ion. It's just the, the science guy in me that's always seeing Ion. Anyway, Is his I, name I-O-N? I-O-N, yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. That's why I keep doing that. Um, but in any case, uh, I posted a question because there was something that was nagging at me, and I didn't get a satisfactory response on the forums, which which essentially was... Well, let me back up a second. Years ago, it used to be that you could reset your talent points. Mm-hmm. And the the artifacts that we have are sort of like that. Like, we have our talents that we can select. But the the trees that you can select on your artifacts, uh, you can reset them for that artifact. But it costs a ton. It's not worth it. But I thought, well, why can't you, like even in your class hall, just reset your your AP and then just put it all towards like a different one. Let's say you just want to try something out at a target dummy. You're like, yeah. I want to try, um, I want to try, I don't know, Frost, or I want to try Arcane or something like that. Or, or if you're a Druid, you got four specs. Um, well, you can't do that. So how do you do that? So I asked, it's like, is there going to be some sort of system in which you can do that? And the answer was essentially no. They're not going to have that. What they mm. think is that there's a uh, they they believe that at any point, if you get your artifact up to let's say like I'm level twenty, what am I twenty three, twenty four now or something like that, with I have a six hundred and fifty percent boost, and because of that, if I decided to switch, those bonuses will go into the into the other artifacts and push it up very high. Um, I'm just not sure of the math. They say at most you should only be like a day or two behind. Yeah. That's possible, but I, I see it as more like maybe you'll get to a couple days behind, but then you still got to do that tough. Like, like, for example, now it takes me about three or four days to get to another level because it's just so much. Yeah. Um, Wait, how how many AP do you need to get to your next artifact? I just did eighty two thousand. I finished the eighty two thousand yesterday, so mm-hmm. I you know, I forgot to check, but I think at this point it's like a hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. That's... Do you have uh, have you been keeping up pretty consistent with your artifact traits? Like the yeah. the every four days you get the artifact trait. Yeah, that's why I'm at six hundred fifty percent now. Ah. So, yeah, that's what I've been keeping up with right now. And and that's why this sort of goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like, what is your routine every day? And for me, it is getting that AP because I feel like if I'm if I don't put as much as I can into AP, it'll be like an hour behind and that sort of accumulates and then you're a day behind and then you're three days behind. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm doing that. And I'm not not convinced that this was really the best system that Blizzard could do for this because people switch specs a lot. Like they, they boosted frost a few weeks ago in a patch. And Mm -hmm. so looking at some of the numbers, some people say the frost is better. Some people say the fire is better. I I'm a hundred percent convinced that the fire is better, but let's say that for druids, because you're a druid, let's say Mm -hmm. they come out with something and you want to tank now instead of play. What do you play? Balance? Uh, no, actually, I'm a feral resto sure. druid. Okay, so that, that's actually a good point. So let's say you play feral resto, and then 
balance becomes more powerful or something like that. And you say, well, geez, like my, my, cause you have four weapons, right? So mm-hmm. your feral weapon is at like whatever level two or one or whatever it is. And let's say your the, the weapon you have now is like, I don't know, 24. Yeah. You no, know, now you got to level that whole thing up again. And I'm, I'm not convinced that's a good system. I don't know. What do you think? I think, uh, well, for starters, even if uh, an update came out that said balance was the new OP class or like spec for druids, I'd mm-hmm. still be playing feral because I love cats. And that's there you go. almost exclusively <laughs> why I play a feral druid. And I play resto because I love healing and I love being support. Hashtag support for life. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I always thought, you know, um, you know, like there there's no way that Blizzard's going to release, you know, a mechanic or or, you know, a way to play the game that is completely perfect in every way. I right. mean, they're still updating, you know, like talent trees. I mean, like how many times have we gone through talent tree changes, honestly, mm-hmm. since the first time it was introduced to this point, maybe seven times, I think, yeah. like once or twice every expansion. So, um, you know, like I think I think the idea of artifacts was awesome. I love the idea that, you know, um, everybody has an artifact and everybody has an artifact skill for every specialization instead of it being like, oh, druids share one thing and all mages share one thing. And now, you know, each individual spec has its own sort of, um, you know, it's got its own little vibe. And Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoy that. But one thing that I've always thought would be really helpful is since I play two two specs actively that it would be really cool if um, you know like instead of it just being like hey I want to reset all my artifact power I'll mm-hmm. give you back all of those artifact points um, you you take maybe a small hit like five percent of sure. you know however much uh, loss to to your artifact power um, but I've also thought that if you're leveling two specs at once, and obviously I have to choose one or the other, and fortunately for me, I've been able to, you know, uh, run a lot of dungeons as a healer, which is almost basically insta queue. But it would be nice if, for you know, say 100% of the points I earn in my main spec, which is declared, I earn maybe 25 or 50% uh, to all additional specs. So mm-hmm. if I want to switch over, they're not you know under leveled or under you know under pointed traded however you want to refer to yeah, it yeah yeah um and so that it's not just like hey i can be op as hell if i decide to switch switch specs right now very suddenly in a class that i have no idea how to use <laughs> um so there's there's an added benefit but it also gives a um kind of a setback that that really gives the player um you know an idea that you know there is there is a cost to um you know not being able to make up your mind you don't want to be able to just um, you know change specs all of a True. sudden yeah. like i mean oh back in the day it used to be like freaking 400 gold which is yep. like an arm and a leg to change specs if you'd done it so many times and i remember when i was reading old war how um the tank was uh multiple specs and so he had to um he had to end up the raid or i mean the guild paid for the entirety of every single every spe- every single spec change that he did mm-hmm. so every time he changed his spec for the raid the entire guild would pay for it and i remember that being 
being a really costly thing uh, for the entire guild. So I think that, you know, uh, Blizzard's going to, they're going to work and tweak, you know, the artifact skills and abilities and items and, you know, traits. But um, it, it is, it is, it feels a little broken right now. I agree with you to, to kind of summarize. It does feel a little broken. <laughs> there, yeah, it, it does. And and Blizzard is always, is always saying, well, we're learning. And, and I believe that, but then there are other things that, that they say that too, where I feel like, well, maybe you should have known that by now. Like there talk, there was a complaint about uh, the itemization of some of the, the, um, the drops that you get. Like for me, I have to, I have to stack crit, and I, I just have to. So then I'll get a, I'll get a piece with like versatility and something that I don't need, and I'm like, well, what am I going to do with this? And so Ian said, yeah, we, we have to do better than that. I'm like, well, these are the same problems that we had back when we were. Re- um, not respecting um what was it um reforging yeah you remember that see i would i would take that piece and i would say okay i'm going to take the versatility and turn it into crit you take a little bit of a hit but that's fine and i just think that maybe i should have known that so yeah it is there are a couple things that do feel a little broken i have i would say nine or ten pieces of gear in my bags right now that I'm not sure what to do with because mm-hmm. I haven't done the math with it yet. Like I've got, there's one piece that's, I think it's I-835 and it's got 1,200 crit. 1,200 crit's a lot. But then yeah. I've got a piece of 840 gear that's got like, you know, the, the I don't know, 10 or 15 extra points of int and then, you know, stamina and everything, the usual stuff. But then it's got like a lot of haste. And yeah. I'm not, I'm, I, I really don't know what to do is I've got three pairs of, wrists and two pairs of hands and uh, i got rid of my chest pieces because i realized i don't need them but i got two pairs of pants so yeah there's there's definitely a problem there i've uh one of (laughs) and this is i might get a lot of crap for uh for saying this but the stat i always prioritize no matter what spec or class i am is always eye level so if it's an eye level (laughs) upgrade for me i always i always upgrade it and then i'm kind of like oh i'll do whatever i need to ask mr robot and rearrange my stats as needed because you know no one's gonna be like um excuse me your trinket (laughs) has mastery and you clearly need critical strike you know like it's 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 one of those things where I'm going to be judged based on my eye level at you know face value. That's going to get me into mythics. That's going to get me into pickup raids. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know nobody's looking at my individual stats, going, "Hey, that's not that's not right. You shouldn't be doing that." And fortunately, I raid with a you know my guild is very chill. They're they're very much like you know help each other out, no pressure. You know like don't don't be elitist. You know, it's it's actually I really enjoy raiding with my guild. It's really fun. That's nice. It it really is. I was I was talking to some friends the other day about how my last well not my last guild, but there there was a guild that I was in that was just so hardcore. And yeah. I just I just got burned out. I, I just I just did. Um have you done mythics? Did we talk about this last time? I don't remember. No, because when we when we last talked, I don't think I was yet level one ten. Mm. I don't think. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember uh, either. <laughs> Hold me accountable, Internet. You tell me. <laughs> but uh, so you, have you? Um, yeah, I yeah. actually um, I did. Um, my my roommate, uh, my roommate, Justin, who is also a warlock in my guild, 
Um, he he's he's very he's a very intense player. So he started doing mythics before I did because if uh, you know on raid nights, which are Tuesday and Sundays, if we don't have enough tanks to raid, you know we'll just put together a couple mythic groups and people will go run mythics. Mm-hmm. Well, since he was kind of organizing those and doing those first, he was like, oh my god, they're so intense, they're so hard. So I waited until I knew that I was absolutely the best geared in yeah. order to in, in order to even start doing mythics because I was terrified of them. I had raided, I had done Emerald Nightmare before I even started with any mythics. And um, and I remember uh, he was like, yeah, I have a Shara is like the worst one. I hate it so much. It's so hard. And I'm like, well, if a DPS is saying something's hard, dude, it's going to be intense as a healer. So I did I have a Shara, the first one that I ever did. And it was intense. I mean, like mm-hmm. the yep. some of the encounters are moving complicado for for a healer but i actually it was it was nowhere near as bad as he told me it was gonna be (laughs) and he he didn't even do a keystone mythic dungeon he was just doing a regular mythic dungeon so um i had i had many a lull when he (laughs) when i came back and i was like Justin, this is not this is not as hard as you claimed it was. And he was like, Well, I mean, you just gotta and I was like, No, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. yeah. No, you're just pro. That's all. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I'm just naturally well, I think um you know, uh, I guess when it comes to, you know, uh, things that are less face roll in World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. they scare the shit out of me. So I'm afraid to to jump yeah. right in to, you know, like throw caution to the wind. And I'm like, all right, let's just do some mythics. I'm only <laughs> on level 800. Let's do this. I was, you say- know, like- <laughs> I was saying in another show that, yeah, the, the problem that I have with mythics isn't so much. It's not that it's complicated, but as a mage that has been told by many websites it's like you know you have to use rune of power which makes sure that you're stationary when that happens there's a lot of moving around and so i'm yeah. questioning that <laughs> i oh you know what's really funny is um i i actually like i said i just got uh i'm i'm you know actively on all of my my level 100 plus characters one of them is my mage and I was just spending points to uh, uh, my mage's name is Firefart, so of course <laughs> I'm fire spec. Yes. Um, and I was leveling or I was using my talents, and I realized I was like, okay, Serune of Power is a very stationary talent. Oh, but then I have this Shimmer thing that makes it so I can move two times as fast without global cooldown, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Uh, th- this doesn't. Uh, okay, so I can avoid and go right back to where I was standing. It's like you know, stationary talents with movement talents, just like LOL. What? It, it, <laughs> yeah, it worked. The only problem, oh, my voice is going. The only problem is with Rune of Power is that it doesn't last as long as I would like it to. It would be nice because you're right. You blink out. You wait for the thing to pass over you or do its thing or explode or whatever it is, and then you go back. <laughs> But by yeah. the time you go back, you might get a cast or two off, and then it's gone. I've got it so that I can have two runes of power, but that's still X number of seconds that I don't have it, and I still have to play with it a little bit. But I'm yeah. actually when I and I haven't been doing that much, uh, but I I actually don't use both runes at the same time unless it's like a burst thing. Mm-hmm. I I stagger them so I constantly have rune of power, but I mean. I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be done. I'm just like, I got to save. I got to like make sure that I spread it all out so I have enough. I didn't know you could. I never tried stacking them. I'm going to have to give it a shot. 
I, 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 I don't know. I, I never tried. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to save this. <laughs> uh, so another thing that came out of the Q&A is that now we have a release date for patch 7.1, which, of course, was announced after our last show. So mm-hmm. a week from today. There you go. Uh, patch 7.1 is coming out next week. I haven't read any of the patch notes. What What's anything big? Like- um, well, there's a lot of tweaking. There's a lot of fixing. Um, and Karazhan. We get Karazhan Oh, again. Yeah. yeah. That's like a dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Return okay. to Karazhan. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I love Karazhan. The thing about Karazhan, which was nice when I was playing BC, is that it was a really nice, chill Saturday afternoon sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh my God, we're going to have to do this over the course of five days, like Molten Core, Blackwing Lair, or something like that, when we're just yeah. like, you know, like hitting the, the, the mobs with bats or something like that. We're doing like almost no damage. But it was really nice. You just go in, a bunch of friends, you just do it. Like, we'll get in there on Saturday on like two, and then we're done by five. And that, it, it, I loved it. It was a lot yeah. of fun. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, not going to talk too much about 7.1 until next week because then we'll actually play it. It's on the PTR now, but I'm not, I'm, I don't I, want to sort of spoil it. Don't spoil it. No spoilers. No spoil. Yeah, exactly. No spoilers. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love Karazhan okay. and I can't wait well, to see yeah, what they've done with yeah. it. Yeah. If- Aside from aside from tweaks and I don't know anything about the tweaks, but uh, Karazan was um, I have. Uh, do you have that that OG achievement from that? I think it was the vampire boss that they stuck in there. There's like a feat of strength you got and a yeah. Pet. I don't have it because at the time I didn't have a class that could do it, but I have helped other people get it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, think I have that, that on my druid. Wasn't yeah that was that was not for clothies. I think that was only for certain classes, right? Uh, I did it on my druid, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't remember. I might be thinking of something else, but um, yeah, I remember. And I that was the first time that I'd ever been in the basement of Karazhan because it was always to do the same thing. You walk in, you do the hor- uh, huntsman, and then you you go upstairs, and never never done the basement before. Oh. That was my first time in the basement doing that. I was helping people with that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There are a lot of hidden places around the game that I don't think a lot of people have ever been to. Uh, well, um, I think Karazhan is still one of those ones that I run now uh, for gold farming mm-hmm. uh, because the pets still go for really like if, if you aren't into battle pets, you should get into it just for the, the money making aspect. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like if you get if you get cageable pets, they they always sell on the auction house. Always, always, always. So, um, you know, run Karazhan, get those get those bats, get those go, get those pets and sell it. Sell them's on the auction house. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> the um You what? heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the uh Holy Paladin hidden artifact appearance has been found. Apparently, I don't know if this was just added in the last patch or not, but there's an item that you get. It's called the Lost Edicts of the Watcher. And it drops from let me see. According to Blizzard Watch, now I haven't looked at this on Wowhead, but if you kill Eridar Soul Mages in Azuna. Apparently, that's where they drop. Huh. So you get this hidden artifact. And then from that, apart from getting that, 
If you complete 100 dungeons, it turns orange. If you complete 200 world quests... Orange-like color or orange-like quest legendary? Orange color. And then there's a magenta one for completing 200 world quests. And then if you kill 1,000 enemy players, you have the red option. Ooh. So that's nice. That's really nice. So that's cool. Paladins, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure or anything. Just do it. No, no, no pressure at all. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think that's all I've got. It's been a very short week for me. Oh, well, um, I've... Uh... Um, I've been trying to, trying to keep busy. Uh, the one thing that I am doing consistently on my schedule is this draw some gaming. Um, I think that was one of the takeaways from, uh, from my days at Gamer Next Door yeah. that really kind of resonated with me. Uh, I've always had uh, a creative knack and I've always really wanted to, you know, I've always loved the draw my life series, but, um, I find that the more draw my life things that I watch, the more I want to cry. And so, uh, not in, well, I mean, kind of in a bad way, but like a lot of people out there have had these life experiences that made them and shaped them to be who they are today. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the fun things and the, the silly things and, and, you know, gaming related things. So that's why I came up with the idea to do this draw my life series that was, um, you know, catered more towards video games. And, uh, maybe, maybe Michael, I'll have you come on and talk about one of your experiences. And even if you can't draw i can draw for you you can draw for me i have tried yeah. <laughs> drawing for years and believe me i have i have a shelf full of drawing books and i just i i don't i can't do it and it's not from lack of trying and it's not from lack of wanting to or desperately wanting to i just can't get my like i can visualize it but i can't get my hand to do it and well I am going to, you know, I don't want to put you down or anything, but I have a friend who was in the very same position and now she is a graphic designer and she is an amazing artist. So there, there, you know how you have these light bulb moments. That's yeah. what I never got with drawing is I never <laughs> had that light bulb moment. I've had it with, you, you know, if you're watching because you know, Pam's watching my video. So I got two keyboards behind me. I've got, I've got a guitar. Well, we've got four guitars in the house. Every single thing that I have in this house, I've had a, a light bulb moment on. But I thought the only thing that I have not been able to conquer is drawing. Well, uh, there, there's, there's always another day. I don't know what to say to help you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about, it's all about personal motivation. And if, uh, if you don't think you got what it takes, there's no pressure, but, um, I would still love to have you on for an episode of draw some gaming and, uh, you know, so you can talk about your experiences and focus less on the artistic skill. <laughs> That's right. I can do that. Speaking of which, should we talk about something else? Sure. Hey, so I, I pitched Pam an idea, which has been sort of rolling around in my head a little bit. And I said, you know, there are a lot of books out there about the history of video games and stuff like that. And, and it's great. Like you can, you could probably call up Nolan Bushnell right now and he'll be more than happy to talk to you about the days at Atari or something like that. Or you can call up <laughs> Waz. And I mean, that's, that's great. But what about from our point of view? Is there are a lot of people like Pam and I, who have had our lives more or less shaped by video games mm -hmm. and who talks to the people that played this stuff. And it's great hearing from the Bushnells and the Wozniaks and such of, uh, you know, and the David Cranes of the world. But what about the people that have been playing them? People that line up for the new halo or something like that. So I said, yeah. 
what about a show about our experiences and how it shaped us? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do. But Yay! We haven't like figured out a time or anything like that. Uh, we've been trading a lot of emails. But um, <laughs> this is something that we're, we have a name. I don't know if we should say the name yet. Maybe not. But... Uh, well, I think we should just tease the idea, and then when we have more concrete uh, information to give to give the audience and kind of tease and maybe even have a release date to share with them, yeah. that's when we can be like, big unveiling! <laughs> but it is going to be something that's going to tie in with Draw Some Gaming. Yes. So it makes sense. A gaming experience-related uh, podcast and gaming-related or gaming experience-related uh, art mm-hmm. YouTube videos. Um, uh, I guess we can ask that it's going to be uh, really awesome and super fun. Yes, I think the experience might be good for both But now there are some other ideas that I'm not going to say them on air because I haven't talked to you about them yet, but I have some other ideas also. Okay. That, about well, tying this whole thing together and maybe make it community related or something like that. So, heck yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Um. So this is something I'm excited about. I'm, I'm like, I'm like all nervous even talking about this because it's just like, oh, it's something new. But no, <laughs> I, I've wanted to talk a lot about just those those days. Not even not even like those days years ago, but but even just like, what is it doing for us now? That sort of thing. But we have, you know, we have some topics listed out and some things. And then I know Pam's got her draw some gaming, and so we'll <laughs> we'll tie it all together into something yes so so just wanted to sort of talk about that but we're not gonna say anything more keep posted though it's it's gonna be fun and you guys are gonna enjoy it it's gonna be great if 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 it if it's as if it's half as good as what i have in my head and (laughs) half as good as the way that pam and i've been talking in email i think it's gonna be awesome i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited yeah me too so with that i think that's gonna do it for this episode all right. Well, if you guys, if I've piqued your interest in any way and you want to see where I'm at and what I'm doing, you can follow me on Twitter at Pamela Horton 13 or subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pamela Horton stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Starmike. You can find the show's Twitter ID is World of Warcast. World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this show. Rent should be back next week. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye.